Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of kettering baptist church where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor buca sterling the third Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling. Good morning, good morning, praise God. And thank God for our praise team and leading us into worship this morning. And I tell you, as all the things going on in this world, we need all the worship we can get and give God all the glory that he is due. Amen, amen, amen. Well, if you have your Bibles with you, and as I always say you should, we want to invite you on this morning uh, to Joshua chapter 24. Joshua chapter 24. We'll begin our reading in verse number one uh, of Joshua chapter 24. We have been on this journey uh, of a series entitled Reprioritizing Our Lives. And so um, that's what we're going to be uh Adding on to today uh, from Joshua chapter 24, uh, beginning at verse one. When you find it, let us know you're there by saying amen. And, you know, if you shout loud enough, I just might be able to hear you through this virtual uh, (laughs) presentation. So uh, help us out to let us know you're there. Joshua chapter 24, uh, beginning at verse one. Actually, I'm going to read all the way through verse 15. So. Here we are. The word of the Lord as, reads as follows from Joshua chapter 24, uh, beginning at verse 1. Then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and called for the elders of Israel, for their heads and for their judges and for their officers, and they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said to all the people, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Your fathers, including Terah, the father of Abraham and the fathers of Naor dwelt in other, on the other side of the river in old times, and they served other gods. Then I took your father Abraham from the other side of the river, and I led him throughout all the land of Canaan, and multiplied his descendants, and gave him Isaac. To Isaac I gave Jacob and Esau. To Esau I gave the mountains of Seir to possess. But Jacob and his children went down to Egypt. Also, I sent Moses and Aaron, and I plagued Egypt according to what I did among them. And afterwards, I brought you out. Then I brought your fathers out of Egypt, and you came to the sea, and uh, the Egyptians pursued your fathers and the chariots and the horsemen to the Red Sea. So they cried out to the Lord, and he put darkness between you and the Egyptians and brought the sea upon them, and covered them. And your eyes saw what I did to Egypt. Then you dwelt in the wilderness a long time, and I brought you into the land of the Amorites, who dwelt on the other side of the Jordan. 
and they fought with you. But I gave them into your hands that you might possess their land. And I destroyed them before you. Then Barak, son of Zippor, king of Moab, arose to make war against Israel and called for Balaam, the son of Beor, to curse you. But I would not listen to Balaam. Therefore, he continued to bless you. So I delivered you out of his hand. Then you went over the Jordan and came to Jericho. And the men of Jericho fought against you. Also the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Girgashites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. But I delivered them into your hand. I sent the hornet before you, which drove them out from before you. Also two kings of the Amorites, but not with your sword, with your bow, or with your bow. I have given you the land in which you did not labor, and cities you did not build, and you dwell in them. You eat of the vines of the olive groves, which you did not plant. Now, therefore, fear the Lord, serve him in sincerity and in truth, and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the river in uh, the river and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, Choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in which is land you now dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we bless you this morning. We thank you uh, for the word of God. We thank you for the privilege of standing here, declaring and preaching your word. It's my prayer, God, even as we preach today, Lord, that your word will have gravity in the lives and the hearts of those that are hearing it. I pray that you would speak through each and every heart, mind, soul. If any don't know you, Lord, draw them by the power of your grace to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. If any are drifting in fellowship, God, restore the broken fellowship because time is running out, getting late in the day, and it's time for the people of God to be connected to you. So, Lord, restore any broken fellowship. Spirit of the Lord, I pray for those who desire to be edified on today, those who need encouragement, encourage them through your word today. God, just remind us of your amazing grace on our lives and keep us. I pray, Spirit of the Lord, that you would strengthen my physical body in its frailty and its weakness. Give me strength to be able to declare your word with truth and authority and conviction. Have your way, God, and we will forever give your name all the glory, all the honor and all the praise. For it is in Jesus' name I pray, with thanksgiving and expectation. Amen and amen. And on this week, we see the story here of Joshua. <clears throat> and Joshua has been leading the children of Israel uh, for a number of years. Moses has um, obviously died. Joshua took over. He's been leading the children of Israel. And now we're moving towards the end of Joshua's life uh, as a leader. And as Joshua comes to the close of his life as a leader, he then begins to uh, rehearse the history uh, in the hearing. He calls all the leaders together, calls all the, uh, the uh, elders together, and he begins to rehearse for them in their hearing their history. And I think this is always great because it's always good to be reminded where you've come from, and especially as you're transitioning uh, specifically leadership because Joshua's trying to make sure that things are in order for when he's no longer there. But he rehearses for them their history 
takes them all the way back to even before they had even a relationship with God. And he reminds them that even back then when they their, their fathers, the forefathers, uh, even back to Torah, before God pulled Abraham out, um, they didn't have a relationship with God. They didn't know God. And so he takes them all the way back to that history, to the other side of the river, as the text describes. And he says, now, based on this history lesson, um, Joshua is going to call Israel as he lays out their whole history and, and takes them through this entire history lesson up to where they are right now. Based on that, he's going to uh, call upon Israel to make a decision um, uh, as to whether or not serving God will be their priority. Um, and, and who and what God will they choose as a priority to serve? And so on today, I want to talk to us from the subject matter, uh, set your priority on serving God. Set your priority on serving God. Now, I know we're looking in on this Old Testament story and we're looking in on Israel's history, but I think it's going to be beneficial to us as well, because for us, many people today also have misguided their priorities in, in who they're serving and what they're serving. And we, we've forgotten even the history as to how we got where we are. And so for some, we've got our priorities of serving in the area of serving other gods as well. Uh, some, the gods of money, some, the gods of fame or fortune, the gods of, of politics, the gods of uh, vanity and, and self, all kinds of gods that we, 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 we pull all our energy into serving. And so uh, I want to kind of walk through this text with uh, Joshua and perhaps help us to also be called to a place where we can make a decision as to who we're going to set as a priority to serve. I believe that we will come to the conclusion that we ought to set as a priority serving God. Y'all still here with me? And so Joshua begins his his lesson, if you will, by telling the children of Israel, look, the Lord has brought you out of bondage. He takes them all the way back. He says, look, your, your fathers were in bondage all the way back in the early verses. Says, you know, back, you know, um, verse two, Joshua said to the people, uh, thus says the Lord, your fathers, including uh, Terah, the father of Abraham and the fathers of Nahor, um, they dwelt on the other side of the river in the old times and and they served other gods. Um, so when this all thing started, your, your fathers didn't even know me. They didn't they didn't know the Lord and they were in bondage to these other gods. They were serving these, you know, gods of stars and monkeys and other kinds of things and anything and everything except the living God. And they were in bondage to that. And the Lord says, but I took Abraham out of that. OK, this is how I brought you up. I took Abraham out of that. Um uh, verse three, I took your father, Abraham, uh, from the other side of the river. And then I led him throughout the land of Canaan and I multiplied his descendants. So I took Abraham from the bondage of serving other gods where there was no hope at all. I drew him out of there and then I began to multiply him. I, I brought him out of that bondage. I led him through the land. I, I, I multiplied Abraham, I, I gave Abraham Isaac and then from Isaac, Jacob, and then from Jacob, Esau. And I began to multiply and you, you as a nation begin to grow. And I, and I brought you um, through all of that. And then uh, he goes on, think of verse six. He says, then I brought your fathers out of Egypt, even when they had 
um, gone into Egypt and they were growing in Egypt. And then the Pharaoh changed. And then Pharaoh began to put them in bondage and begin to use them as slaves and have them making bricks without straw and all that. The Lord said, uh, Joshua says, it was the Lord who brought you out of that bondage. It was the Lord who who caused the plagues to come on is Egypt and, and delivered you out of Egypt. And he walks through and talks about how, uh, you know, you came to the sea and the Egyptians pursued after you uh, with their chariots and their horsemen to the Red Sea, verse six. And so they cried out to the Lord and he put darkness between you and the Egyptians. God saying, look, um, I, I, I delivered you. I brought you out of bondage. Um, I'm the one that 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 made the way. I'm the one that put a distance between you and your enemy when your enemy was pursuing after you. I'm the one that that uh, made sure that you were able to escape. And even when the odds were against you, they had horses and chariots and, and all you all were on foot. It was me. It was it was the Lord who actually allowed them to go into the sea and then the sea to cover them up after they cried out. He says, I brought the sea upon them and covered them. And your eyes saw what I did to Egypt. And then you dwelt in the wilderness for a long time. And I took you even through the wilderness for 40 years in the wilderness. I took you and I kept you. And even even from deliverance from Egypt and because of the sin of, of Israel, I still kept you. I still delivered you out of that bondage uh, that you had to go through. And I it was the Lord that, that brought you through that. And all this is important to help um, Israel understand that whenever you were ensnared and whenever you were in bondage, it was the Lord that brought you out. And if you you know walk back through uh, even the, the, um, the history, every, every bondage that they went into, the Lord was there to bring them out. He, he brought them out of that bondage and every aspect of bondage that they experienced, the Lord brought them out and, and if you think about it, um, Israel's not the only one that's been brought out of some bondage. You and I, we've been brought out of some bondage. We look back over our history, look back over our lives. If, if we could rehearse our history, um, some, of the, some of the bondages that we were in to drugs, alcohol, cigarettes, um, pornography, uh, other addictions, uh, sin itself. I mean, all kinds of, of sin and things that had us, uh, had us locked down and we were in bondage to. It was the Lord who brought us out of that bondage. And if nothing other, for the child of God, remember, it was the Lord who brought you out of darkness and into the marvelous light. He brought you out of that bondage. He is the one who set you free and, and brought you out of that bondage. And since he is the one who has delivered you out of this bondage, and in essence, as Joshua is, is uh, encouraging the people, because the Lord has brought you out of this bondage, you ought to set him as the one as priority in your life, who you will serve. So you ought to want to serve him because he's the one that brought you out of bondage. Out of all the bondages you came through, everything, every aspect, every every turn of bondage, every turn of trouble that you had, God delivered you out of that. And he says, so um, my suggestion uh, is that you would serve the Lord. Set the Lord as your priority uh, to serve. Then he goes on from the Lord um, reminding them that the Lord brought them out of bondage as being a justification for them to set their priority on serving God. But secondly, that the Lord has won victories for them. 
Um, another reason why he lays out in the text why they should set their priority on serving the Lord, because the Lord has won so many victories for them. Look at verse eight. He says, I brought you into the land of the Amorites who dwelt on the other side of the Jordan. And guess what? They fought with you, but I gave them into your hand. When, when, when the Amorites came up and rose up against you, they wanted to fight with you. I won victory for you. I, I, I delivered them into your hands. Okay. Then, uh, Look at verse nine. He says, and then Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, arose to make war against you. Here's somebody else wanting to make war against you. Somebody else want to fight with you. And when they came up to fight with you, what happened? He says, um, but I would not listen to Balaam. Therefore, he continued to bless you. So I delivered you out of his hand. So look, when somebody was trying to curse you, I made sure they blessed you. And I delivered you out of their hand. So here it is again. The Lord is, has, has won victory for you, Israel, and won victory for uh, Israel. He says, now, then, then you came to Jericho, verse 11. Uh, you went over the Jordan and came into Jericho. And then, the, then Jericho fought against you. So here we are again, another battle, another fight. And when you came into Jericho and they fought against you, but it wasn't just Jericho. Look, Jericho had a whole army of folk had all kinds of ites that was fighting against you. The Amorites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, uh, the Girgashites, the Jebusites, all the ites were fighting against you. But I delivered them into your hand. I did not let your enemies have victory over you, but rather I gave you victory over your enemies. And I want to talk to you today because now the Lord has won numerous victories in your life. Okay, it might not have been Girgashites and Hittites and Hivites, but there were some ites that you was fighting against, and the Lord brought victory. The Lord fought for you, and you've gone through some 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 wars and some battles. But I mean, we can attest today that it was God that came through for us. He fought our battles for us when we didn't know what to do. We didn't know how to do it. It was the Lord who came through. It was the Lord who fought our battle. It was the Lord who was victorious for us when we had extended ourselves and done all that we could do. And we was, you know, empty of, of, of ideas and suggestions. It was the Lord who came through and won victory on our behalf. And I declare in all that the Lord has done and all the victories that he's won on our behalf, the one thing is for sure, he's always fought for us. He's always been there for us. He's never abandoned us. He's always helped us through whatever victory, sometimes big, sometimes small, sometimes battles we knew that were coming, sometimes battles we didn't even know were coming. And sometimes from people we didn't even know who they were coming from. But the Lord fought for us and he delivered us and he protected us even from danger we didn't even see. And hey, if the Lord has done all that for you, then perhaps you are set as a priority serving him. Why would I want to serve someone else when God has done all this for me? When the Lord has brought me out of bondage, when the Lord has won victories in my life, why would I want to set a priority to serve anyone else but him? And so Joshua calls upon the people, hey, set your priorities on serving the Lord. Finally, Joshua gives his final uh, instruction or encouragement to the people as it relates to um, serving the Lord. He says, now the Lord has blessed you with favor of possessions. The Lord has, has blessed you enormously and he favored you with possessions Watch this. They, you didn't even have to labor for. Look at verse 13. He says, I've given you a land for which you did not labor, 
I gave you cities you didn't build to, to dwell in. I gave you, uh, I'm, I'm letting you eat from vineyards you didn't plant. You're enjoying the benefits of all this favor from God that you didn't even have to labor to do. And the Israelites are, are, are gaining all that favor and, and they're enjoying life. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. They're enjoying life without even having to, you know, get dirty and, 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 and work for it. And here's the reality. So are you and so are I. We're, we're reaping so many benefits from the favor of God that we did not have to labor for. And sometimes we take these things for granted. But I'm, I'm thankful today that Joshua gives us a reminder. So many blessings, so much favor God has poured upon our lives that we were undeserving of. Who, who, who made us deserving of having a, a, a three bedroom house and two car garage? Who, who, who made us um, deserving of having two cars or, or you know, three cars? Some even got three cars and, and, and SUVs and boats and all that. Who, who made us deserving of that? Nobody. That was all by the favor of God. And where we are, what we have, what we're walking in is by, the, by the, the blessing of the Lord. We didn't we didn't do all the labor for it. We, we're benefactors of God's great and awesome favor. And for Israel. He says, now Israel, God's blessed you with all this favor, blessed you with all his possessions, blessed you with all this food and, and houses and, and cities and all that. You didn't even have to work for it. And he says, now, therefore, verse 14, he says, now, therefore, fear the Lord. Um, Joshua calls fear upon the people. That is a reverent respect for God amongst the people in light of this history lesson that he's just given them, in light of the history lesson that God brought you out of bondage, in light of the history lesson that God has won victory after victory in your life, in light of the fact that every enemy that God that came up against you, God has cast them down, in light of the fact that God has blessed you with favor beyond measure and you're enjoying the benefits of all of God's blessing, he says, now reverence God, Fear the Lord, respect the Lord and serve him. Let the Lord be your priority because he has done everything for you. We ought to have a high level of respect. We ought to, in fact, my, our priority, setting our priority who to serve ought to be easy as it relates to the lesson that Joshua just gave. And even as we look into our own lives, you think about what God has done for you. It ought to be an easy decision to serve God. It ought not be, you know, what well, I got to think about this. Um, you know, I got to pray about it. Let me see if I got room for that. It shouldn't be that. No, it should be an easy decision upon us. When you think about all that the Lord has done for you, when you think about how he's delivered you from bondage after bondage after bondage. And then guess what? Even after he delivered you, sometimes you went back and got into it again. But he delivered you again and again and again and again. And I mean, in light of the fact that, you know, all the, the victories he's won, all the fights you were in, some fights came to you, some fights you went to, but the Lord fought for you anyway. I mean, it ought to be a simple decision that we say, you know what, God, you've done so much for me. God, you've you, you've you, you've been exceedingly and abundantly above uh, favorable to me. And the Lord, the least I can do, um, even as uh, Paul talks about in, in, in Romans chapter 12, um, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, 
to present your bodies a living sacrifice, a living sacrifice to serve the living God. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministries of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bucus Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title and broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together. And we invite you to join us for one of our spirit-filled worship services, Sundays at 8 a.m., or 11 a.m. at the Legacy Center, located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Buca Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence.